Hi, everyone. This is Tony. Welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. Tonight, I am joined by Adam and our special on-site correspondent, Chris, who is currently live in Disney Springs. How are we doing, guys? Hey. Do, do you hear that honking? Yes. Is, is, that the, is that the celebration because people are excited to be at Disney Springs? No, it's me. They're excited to see me. I mean, you know, I'm honored, but it's a little much. And you can't blame them. No. No, I'm by the boathouse, and they have those little um, amphicars coming up the ramp and making noise. So I'll try to get out of here. Excellent. I hear somewhere else. I hear they're back in the water, and they've actually decreased the price for their rides. That makes sense. This It's not real busy. You know, Disney Springs on a Friday night is usually really, really busy. But I would say like about a third of what's here is not open. So, you know, and then you have all the capacity limitations. So I would imagine they need to, you know, have some deals going. Right. What What are the What are the big spots that are not currently open? Um, a lot of the stores, Lily Pulitzer, Kate Spade, they had limited hours. I noticed. Okay. Um. A lot of the shops are either not open or, you know, just open, very limited. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. but I'm, I'm across from the wine board, George, that's open. That looks like a lot of people are in there. Not crowded, of course, but, you know, like, it's pretty, pretty busy. Boathouse is busy. Jack Lindsay is not open. I know you, you guys probably, you, you know, that um, little lounge yep. that is closed couple jewelry stores up here. I'm about to walk by the ganachery. So let's see if that's open. Oh, uh, we'll see I'm if you kinda, make it past. You know what? I'm kind of hoping it's not open <laughs> because I really don't need it, you know? Right. Let's go see. It doesn't look like there's anyone in there. Oh, it says... Oh, wait. Hang on. <laughs> let's see. I just, like, cut in front of a bunch of people. Like the kind of chunker that I am. That's all right. They know who you are. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah, you know what? It's actually... Oh, God. Okay, this lady's... Ooh. It's like mixing a bunch of chocolate. Um. Yeah, it's open. I'm not going in here because I'm actually on a diet because none of my clothes fit. All right. Be but, strong, Chris. Be strong. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is they don't have it all. They don't... Oh, no. There's a display in the back there. Okay. So... Yes. Okay. What are your questions, guys? All right. So what's what's the general atmosphere like? Happy. People are just happy, happy to be out. Yeah. Can you see the smiles underneath the masks? No. 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 And it's kind of weird. You know, like, okay, that couple's not wearing a mask. So I guess they're special. But for the most part, most people are wearing their masks. Even if they're drinking, they just take a drink and put it back on. But, you know, there are the occasional people who do not. Mm-hmm. So. So who's. But it's pretty festive. Who's here. with you? Is it your whole family? It's it's the whole family. We went to Universal today. We hung out there. Um, I finally got to feel what it was like for with hot weather wearing a mask. Because you know how, like I was there last week, but it was rainy and actually chilly. Like I put on a sweater at one point, which, you know, okay, I've always got a sweater. But it was it was definitely a little cooler than normal for June, but today was hot and it was very different wearing a mask. Different in a good way or a bad way? You just have to take it easy. You can't, you know, like we were walking back to the resort and I was like, whoo, you know, it's different. 
You right. know, I mean, it didn't, but you know, sometimes you forget it's on. And the other thing is, you know, people are real concerned about wearing their masks, but the reality is you're in and out of buildings. So you're in air conditioning or you're right outside for a very brief going from one ride to the other. So it's really, it's only a problem maybe getting into the park and for, you know, if you're out for an extended amount of time. Mm -hmm. All right. What you have for, what you guys do for dinner tonight? We went to the Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill. Not recommended. Is that really? new or is that an old Yeah, it was, one? you know, it's, the, it's newer. It's not the old quick service that everybody loves. It was um, uh, probably maybe nine months oh, old. okay. It had just opened a few months before the quarantine. So maybe in the yeah, fall. Yeah, so it is the new one. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Did you eat inside, outside? We ate inside, um, social distancing at all the rest, at all the tables. Um, our waiter was really nice, but you can't overcome bad food. And for the price, like when I got the bill, I was like, whoa, it's <laughs> not good. And it was, it was just super salty. Even the pizza looked amazing, but it, it wasn't. Um, Kevin had a really good burger. So I was kind of disappointed because, you know, that quick service is amazing. So... But this was not so great. Huh. We would have been better off at Earl of Sandwich, oh, to be boy. honest. And we would have paid a fraction of the price. So. Well, that doesn't sound like a ringing endorsement. Nope, not at all. And, you know, I'm always really blunt about food. And, you know, they, if you're not going to, if you're going to sell food to people at that price, it better be good. Right. You know, so. So I'm passing uh, Paradiso, is that 37? Yeah, 37. The place with, uh, yeah. I don't know how the first 36 did, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys got there uh, for dinner time? Yeah, we did. And we, I was kind of worried because, you know, the kids went to the pool and then it was like, you know, seven o'clock and we had to kind of rush over. I thought, well, there's not going to be any parking. It was fine. Mm -hmm. So. You know, people are just not, I think when it comes right down to it, people are not coming out. Not just for things like this, but like, I'll tell you up in Atlanta, people are still kind of staying home. It's not like what right. you see on the news where everybody's like at the beach crowded and trying to get Corona. You know, right. I mean, people are not, not well, coming out in droves. Although this is a wonderful amount of people. It's real lively. It's, it's energetic. Um, it feels kind of like it used to feel, you know? Right. So. Well, may maybe it's a good thing that people aren't coming out because Florida just experienced their largest one-day uh, number of new corona cases. Yeah. So they spiked, and, and maybe right. maybe that's a good thing. Well, um, I'll tell you something. That That is awfully scary. And I'm, I'm definitely hoping that that's just because of more testing, you know? Right. And it's tough, too, because, like, the experience of being in the park right now, I mean, Universal is still pretty empty. You know, like, we have an express pass, didn't really need it, and we were able to get on Gringotts. You know, even with an express pass, Gringotts can be a 15, 20-minute wait. We just walked right on, mm -hmm. but there wasn't really a line for the people who are waiting also. Right. So so, so you didn't really need your, your express pass, but you used it because you had it. Well, I mean, it meant... You know, the other people had maybe a ten or ten or twenty minute wait. We had nothing. Okay. okay. So I mean you oh, can't I let the Star Wars store guys. Nice. 
That's you so can't fun. you can't let an express pass go to waste. No, it's a terrible thing to waste. Exactly. So yes, All um, right. this well, is a lot quieter down here by the Starbucks and Splitsville and everything. If you guys know where that is and yeah. the Marble Store. So. Okay. And uh, the food trucks are back over in the food court there, so uh, that's a good I thing. I see them. Yeah, I just saw them. As soon as you said that, it's like you're psychic. <laughs> well, psychic or psycho. I'm not quite sure which is which. I don't know. I don't know. Cheryl's, Cheryl seems to think you're pretty pretty much okay. So. Well, I don't know. She, she's not known for her judgment. Look who she married. I don't know. Adam, do we have any more questions, or should we let her go back to her family You guys time? getting dessert somewhere? I just saw them. You know, we were going to go to Ghirardelli. See, I said it right. We were going to go there, but it had a, the line was pretty long. Uh, and, you know, it's hard to tell how long things are with the six feet apart and everything. So, yeah. Oh, here's something interesting they're doing at the, the food. So you have like one, two, three. There's only three food trucks out here. One is mac and cheese. One is cookie dough. And the other one is hot dogs. And there's a girl in a formal. She looks lovely. Um, ordering, you have like a little center area where you order from and then you get your food. So they're not letting people walk up to the truck and pay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's interesting. But yeah, guys, it's amazing. And I, I'm so, my kids were like, oh my gosh, it's so nice to be back. Even just at Disney Springs, you know. So. Excellent. Well, that's a, it's gotta be a good feeling. The magic is back. The magic is kind of back, yeah. Right. Other than Wolfgang Puck. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's good talking to you guys. And um, I'll just talk to you uh, when I get back. Awesome. Enjoy. Safe travels. And uh, tell the family thank we said hello. All right. Bye-bye, Chris. Except for you, Tony. Okay. All right. Thank All right, you. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, that's that's always a fun uh, time is to talk to somebody when they're they're in Disney Springs. And, you know, Adam, it makes me a little jealous. I don't know about you. Personally, I was never really a. I never really do Disney Springs because I'm more of a. You know, I like to stay in the parks to eat, and then if right. I can't be in the parks, I'd like to then just enjoy the resort because I'm usually staying at a Disney resort. Uh, but Springs has fantastic restaurants. I mean, you know, they boat, do. everybody loves the Boathouse, Morimoto. Everybody loves Homecoming. Even like uh, even the. The, the quick service like Blaze and Burger, uh, is it Deluxe or Deluxe, Deluxe Burger? Burger? Yeah, Chicken Guy. So it's got some really good options. It's just for me. You I know what really I can do without? I, I can do without the mini mall stores, the Lily Pulitzer, the Under Armour, the Unique. You get enough Lily Pulitzer. I like I liked it better. I, I liked it better when it was all Disney, <laughs> you know, but or or mostly Disney. But that's just. Well, me. I understand. So you gotta the, understand why they do that because it's they. they yeah, they, I know. It, this, uh, I don't. I don't have a problem with it. The more options, the better, I think. Well, the other reason I'm jealous of Chris is because you and I, as the only two guys on the podcast, happen to be from the tri-state area. And on June 5th, the governor of Florida extended via Executive Order 20-139 the self-quarantine measures uh, for travelers from New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut who are still expected to self-isolate for 14 days from their entry into Florida or for the duration of their stay, whichever period is shorter. Um, that's kind of a real bummer. And uh, executive orders are in effect for no less than 60 days unless there is another executive order issued to abolish the abolish. previous executive <laughs> order 
which means that for the next 60 days, you and I can't go to Walt Disney World without just showing up at our hotel and locking our doors. Yeah, well, I personally probably most likely was not going to go anyway. Um, so it doesn't really affect me too much. Um, I don't like driving long distance, so I'd have to fly if I wanted to go. And I don't know if I really want to fly right now. But, I I mean, I, I'm going to call my boss out. <gasps> He's not listening. He doesn't even know about the show. My boss is going to Florida on Saturday, which the time of recording is tomorrow. By the time you are hearing this, he's down in Florida. And I told him many times, I says, you're supposed to quarantine for two weeks when you're down there. And he's not, he doesn't care. He's going to do it. So I don't, I don't know what the reaper, nobody really knows what the repercussions is. I don't know if, you know, you get to the air, when you get to the airport in Florida, if they, if they give you something that, I don't know. So, so originally, uh, Originally, planes that originated in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area were met by members of the National Guard, and each travel party had to fill out paperwork uh, related to where they were staying with contact information on there so they could check up on you. If you were driving down, they had checkpoints set up on I-95 at the Florida Welcome Center. Once again, the National Guard uh, met you and took your information uh, so that they could check on you during the quarantine period. Uh, From what I have gathered... They're not really doing that now, nor are they enforcing it. However, uh, the executive order does stipulate that it is a, uh, punishable by a $500 fine and or 60 days in jail. Well, so the $500 fine is funny because you could spend a lot more mo- more money in a hotel room for two weeks than $500. So if you could just take right. the fine, it's, it's, I, it sounds stupid, but it's just worth it. <laughs> the, you don't want to obviously right. spend 60 days in jail – for what any reasons so if you could avoid Again, that you know it'll be really interesting i know i have friends who are going down on june 20th uh, which is next next saturday and i mentioned this to them yesterday and they just kind of poo-pooed it you know are they flying uh, they're staying at the, they're staying at the jw marriott are they flying uh see so they are flying the jw marriott i just saw pictures of it it looks gorgeous it's got like a lazy river yes it's got like a whole water park. It, it, it does. Oh my gosh. It does. And, and, and you would think that with a quarantine in place, uh, that the Marriott company would inform their guests, you know, because you have to wonder what their liability is. You know, you know what your guest's address is. You, have, you take their license. You take their credit card when they show up. Their address is on file. And now you've just let somebody not quarantine themselves. So... It, it, it takes a village to get through this, but who's responsible for, you know, who's responsible for taking care of the people in that village? Yeah, you, you make, I don't, you I don't make know. a valid point. I think, I guess they're kind of covered because I think you are allowed to quarantine in a hotel, I'm, I'm assuming, like technically. Correct. So they are there. Now, if they don't have a two-week stay, you know, what's Marriott to say, look, you can't come here, but at the same time. You know, travel is light right now. Why Why would Marriott deny a booking to their hotel just because somebody else right. is, like, taking a risk? Like, you know, there's there's inherent risks all over the place right now. It's like how much risk versus – I hate to say it, It's like how much risk is there versus how much money are you willing to, um, you know, lose for denying these, you know, right. reservations from the New York area. So I don't know. I, it's uh, – it's interesting. The other thing too is like, 
you know, where me and Tony live, we're fairly close to the city. You know, I'm 40 miles away. Tony is how many miles away from New York City? Uh, about an hour yeah. and a half, so maybe 75, 80 yeah, miles. Yeah, so, like, we're fairly close. But if you're somebody that lives in, like, Albany, Syracuse, Rochester, Buffalo, which are very far away from the city, uh, New York, would they have to quarantine? They're not really – I know they're technically the tri-state area in terms of – in, in de- definition. But in terms of distance out of New York City, which was the, you know, the epicenter of the virus, they really aren't. So I mean, and then but who's who's <laughs> who makes that decision? Where the line is for what is and isn't, you know, close enough to New York. So, right. Uh, and All and right, what but... if you are live in Pennsylvania, and you drive to Newark, New Jersey, to fly out from Newark? Like, you know, you don't live in Pennsylvania, but you just drove through New Jersey to get there. So. Yep. And originally it was where the flights originated from, not where the passengers' point of, oh, of residence is. Okay. That that makes a little, so, that actually made a little bit more sense because then you got people, um, you know, that would use New York as a connecting from somewhere else too. So that's the right. other thing. But uh, but anyway. Yeah, it's craziness. But uh, enough of that. We will uh, we'll we'll move across the coast and focus on the happy news out there. Uh, so what's going on out in Anaheim? Yeah, it's funny because right now. Like we said, Florida has the two-week quarantine, but California does not. So if I wanted to and if Tony wanted to, we could fly out to California and enjoy Disneyland. The downtown Disney district is going to open July 9th. That is their shopping, dining, you know, entertainment district that is in between Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. July 17th, the two parks are going to open. Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure. And ironically, that's, and I'm sure this was not a coincidence, 65th anniversary of Disneyland opening. And right. then July 23rd, Grand California Hotel and Paradise Pier Hotel are going to open. So the parks are going to open before the two hotels. They're not opening Disneyland Hotel yet. They don't say when that is going to happen. Nobody really knows why. Yeah. We could. We could speculate. Yeah, that's, that's what we're here for. That's interesting. I, I believe it's because it's full of zombies. Uh, I hope not. I, I've heard that it's undergoing no. like I've heard that it might be going un- undergoing renovation. Maybe they planned it on starting it, and maybe they realized let's just get it all done. Although, I don't think that's the case because they need money to pay for this, and they haven't been making money. The company. So I right. don't think they're going to shut a whole thing down just to renovate. My guess maybe is they just feel like they don't need it to be open right now to like sort of lower the um, the capacity that's going to be allowed into the park, the parks mm-hmm. plural. Right. So yeah, like like Adam said, you know those those are the dates for everything reopening. I find it interesting that Orange County, which is where Anaheim, part of California, that Anaheim is in has, as of yesterday, said that masks are no longer mandatory, uh, that they are optional. So that is what their uh, chief health chief health officer has uh, stated. So it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, Disney's take on it, because we know that in Shanghai and Walt Disney World, they are requesting, they are requiring, uh, actually, that guests wear masks. And now uh, Dr. Clayton Chow, has um, said that face coverings are no longer mandatory but strongly recommended. So that will that will be interesting to see when Disneyland puts out their protocols 
for the uh, park opening. I'm sure they're going to require face masks for everybody, just like Disney World is going to require it. I'm sh- I would right. bet a lot of money on that, that they will require it. I mean, Disney World went so far as to say that if you cannot wear a mask for health reasons, do not come. They don't right. even want you to come if you you know have a valid reason not to wear a mask, which I think I agree with because if you're if you are health-wise at the point where you can't wear a mask, you maybe probably shouldn't be in a theme park without a mask. Right. right? I I don't go anywhere without a mask these days. And it's not even a theme park, it's just my local Target. Yeah, I mean I'm I go to work. I don't wear one at work cuz we're we stay apart, and there's nobody really in the office when I do go in, and I only go in two days a week. And then if I'm going to a store, I wear it. And if I'm doing like a drive-through at you know a local restaurant or, or Starbucks, I put it on when I am at the window, you know, so everybody's yep. you know comfortable. Yep. I don't have a problem with it, but I mean it is. I mean, it, me just sitting in my car with the air conditioning on, it does get a little comfortable eventually with the heat, so I have to you know take it off. I I know exactly how you feel. And there's nothing wrong with that because you're alone. <laughs> um, Thanks. But uh, getting getting. <laughs> well, you're usually alone because uh, you're you're a lone wolf uh, getting getting back to uh, California, though. You know, the parks are going to reopen uh, once again. Uh, Disney will manage attendance through a new theme park reservation system. Uh, it, it I find it amazing that these two resorts uh, are going to open in uh, just about well, actually less than a month's time now. And, you know, from the travel agent side and the consumer side, we've seen nothing related to these new reservation systems. Uh, Disneyland and Disney World have put a halt to new ticket sales as well as new resort reservations. And they are requiring that ticket holders and annual pass holders are going to need to use this reservation system. So hopefully uh, we will get some news. Uh, You know, I would hope that within two weeks we've got some news on this new reservation system. We all know from our past experiences uh, that Disney's IT organization is is not known for their, uh, I don't know, grasp of the technology. You know, we, we all remember what happened when Magic Bands, you know, how long it took Magic Bands to get developed. And then when they first came out, things didn't go so well. Uh, and that was, you know, that was with multiple years of planning involved. Here we've got three months of a park closure, and they're debuting a new reservation system. So, uh, you know, we'll just cross our fingers and hope that that works. It reminds me of the reservation boarding group system they got going for Rise of the Resistance, where at at a certain time, you have to log in to the app and reserve your time. I My guess would be it's going to be similar to that, at least for Disneyland, because there's less hotel people staying so I would think the day before, and I would it, it has to do it in advance. They have to give you at least a day in advance, hopefully a week in advance, so you could plan accordingly. But my guess would be a time slot, you know, at a certain time of the day it turns on, and you log in with your phone, and you click your party amount, and then you hopefully you could get it for that day. That's just me assuming. I think that's the easiest way to do it. And then maybe they wouldn't, you can't load up on, reservations if you're a an annual pass holder or a local or something if they know where your you know home address is which I'm sure which they do know all that stuff they could link all that together so that you can't like you know load up on you know reservations days and if you're not 
there on a week long vacation. But right. we don't we don't know how they're actually gonna do it. I do hope they give some priority to resort guests because if you if you flew down there or you drove down there and you're spending the money to stay at the hotels, I would hope that you get some kind of priority access to a park. Yeah, you, you would hope, but I believe I saw in some of the documentation that Disney said, um, you know, there are no guarantees if you're a ticket holder that you will get a reservation. But yeah, you know, uh, once they lift our quarantine, if I head down there and I end up not being able to go into a park, uh, I'm not going to be a happy Mouseketeer. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. And you, you, you're going as of right now, beginning of August, right? Not to tell the whole world, yep. but right um so you're driving it's your trip you know your kids are one kid's going to school in the fall like this this is your family time you want to be able to get in the parks and enjoy and do something so exactly exactly so um and and we kind of god even the two of us we kind of sidetrack ourselves a little bit uh but back back to disneyland um there will be no parades or nighttime spectaculars uh, you know, same deal as Florida and Shanghai. Uh, character meet and greets are going to be temporarily unavailable, although they've stated that characters will be in the parks in new ways to entertain and delight guests. Uh, so we'll have to see what that is. And then the hotel hotel reopenings are pending governmental approval. Uh, so uh, they will be putting in physical distancing uh, as well as increased cleaning measures like we've seen at other Disney properties around the world. So, uh, you know, here we go, both coasts. Uh, still no word on what's going on with uh, Paris or uh, Tokyo or uh, Hong Kong. Uh, so we've got we'll we'll have three open and and three yet to be determined. I don't I, know. It's... I know Tokyo Universal Resort, Universal Studios Tokyo or Japan, I think it's called technically. That is open, or at least it's open to some people, maybe just annual pass holders or something. So my guess is. Tokyo Disneyland will be opening soon. And I also have seen video of cast members training again at Tokyo Disneyland. Hong Kong, I, there was rumors all over the place of them setting up social distance stickers and barricades and everything. So I, that's another park that's kind of relegated by the government of Hong Kong. And I'm sure they got to get clearance to open. And then Paris, you know, maybe they'll open in the summertime. I don't know. Hopefully. Before we know it, the sun will never set on the mouse again. Yeah, that's true. We, Just like the good old we days. We learned that in uh, Imagineering Story. We did. That was good. So what's the deal, Adam? Do we have any more news? Any more breaking news? I don't have any breaking news. I don't. There's not a lot of news. Artemis Fowl came out today on Disney+. Plus. You should check that out if you're into that. One of the old Disneyland videos called The Liberty Story came out, which is a Walt... Uh, discussing the new Liberty Street that was supposed to come to Disneyland that, that actually never did. So that looks interesting. So, uh, yeah, so there's some good watching on Disney+. Plus. Tony, do you want to close it out for us? Sure. Thanks, Adam. I will remind our listeners that, as always, our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. Check out the web, their website at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. Request a quote and let Chris connect you with the right agent for your travel needs. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search on the mouse and more. And on behalf of Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More Podcast. That's the news. Good night, and have a pleasant tomorrow. Good night.